Welcome, everybody, to Sunday Drive, the podcast about ice cream. I'm Tara. And I'm Kara. And we are so excited that this is our one-year anniversary episode. Yay! I know. Who would have thought we would have made it to one year? I know. Uh, someone, one of my coworkers asked me the other day, she heard about that I had this ice cream podcast, and I was like, we've actually been doing it for a year, and it was a total whim. It was like, you know, it'd be funny if we did a podcast about ice cream, and now it's like a thing that we do. It is, and people actually know we do it, and apparently, if you're listening to this, you know we do it. Yay, or you've just discovered that we do it. Yeah, and we'll actually kind of walk down a little bit around down memory lane here and kind of talk about some past episodes and kind of what we've learned over the last year. Yes, because regrettably, for our anniversary episode here, we don't have anyone to interview. Which is mostly just a function of the fact that it is summer and we're busy and Kara has started a new job and my kids are always going 10,000 directions at once. Um, So yeah, instead of interviewing an ice cream maker this month, even though we have an ample supply of new ice cream makers just within like two hour radius of us right now we're mostly going to to do some some throwback stuff yeah it's I mean it's not Thursday while we're recording but it's always good to have some throwback and that's actually something about the new ice cream makers that I think we were both a little surprised by um last year at this time I think we had already mapped out how quickly we were going to go through the first round of ice cream makers that were that was close to us and how we were going to have to travel a lot further to find other ice cream makers and suddenly a whole new crop has popped up all within two hours of us yeah there are four new ice cream shops in the Spokane Coeur d'Alene area local homemade high quality ice cream and then um the our last episode which was an interview with the ice cream shop in Lewiston was another one that we did not know existed when we started and so that's been exciting. It's they're coming to us, is what we keep saying. Yeah, they keep hearing the podcast and know, oh, these girls know their ice cream. We're going to come this way. Yeah, we're going to make sure that we're accessible to them. Um, and so we are very excited, hopefully very soon, to talk to several of those new ice cream makers in our region. But for now, we, we hope that we're welcoming some listeners who've been with us since the beginning or have at least gone back and listened to our, our early and feeble attempts. Though I'd say I, I think that because the ice cream makers we have talked to have been so fabulous and so engaged in their craft and so just in love with talking about what they do, um, even as we've kind of learned slowly how to do this, we've gotten great interviews from people that really helped make Sunday Drive be, I think, a, a good use of our time and yours. <laughs> exactly. Um, I will say there's the amount of stuff that I sometimes cut out on our end. <laughs> um, uh, uh. Yeah, I I've now know on site what our ums look like, and I can just cut them. Um, and also the amount of giggling. You guys hear us laugh a lot on this podcast, but there is even more that I, it's a plethora of giggling. <laughs> and you use plethora correctly because it's more than what you need. I'm really weird about that word. My my word nerd is coming out, and I, that's not part of this podcast. No, and I think you guys all know how geeky we are. So, But I'd say let's... Let's kind of give them maybe our top three or four episodes to listen to if you haven't listened to us the whole entire year. I would say you might want to just skip the first episode we ever recorded because it is just us rambling. And because we were trying to feel out what this podcast would be. And I think while we may have had some fun facts in there, we really didn't 
like it, it became a different animal as we started actually talking to ice cream makers and as we started engaging with our audience and realizing that to you out there, uh, especially in our with our Reddit followers, we're interested in making ice cream at home, which was not something we initially anticipated would be part of the show at all. Yeah, and I think we've actually learned a lot about making ice cream at home. At least I have. I no, I seriously have. Yeah, I started from the very, very scratch of it, and there has been some massive misses, but some also great hits. Um, and I think one of the bigger things I've learned is that alcohol is your friend in ice cream. It really is. I have, like, this, like, a bottle of vodka that has a couple teaspoons left in it kind of thing, but it's my ice cream vodka. <laughs> like, yeah, I have the same, um, and I actually just recently made... An ice cream with cream de mint, so that might be what ends up a whole run of ice of mint ice cream just because I need to, A, get rid of it, but two, it'll help the ice cream not freeze as hard. I would be okay with that. Um, so, Kara, uh, let's start with what you think is a good entry episode into Sunday Drive. So I think one of our better episodes was definitely the interview we, we did with the Brain Freeze Creamery. All right, he was fun. He was, and it was local, and we got to hear all sorts of great ideas about about ice cream flavors. Mm-hmm. Also, they own their own creamery, so that was something that, like, we, you know, it wasn't just an ice cream shop. It was yeah, from the very beginning all the way up. And so it was fun to listen to how it evolved for him and how his life kind of changed along the way. I'd say it might be a little bit sound quality wise or is a little loud in the background, but um, I think it's a really good taste of people who we talk to and mm-hmm. also kind of a little bit of our personalities coming out at the same time. Yeah, yeah, because that was the episode where I, over the course of our recording, ate like three giant ice cream cones because I just kept wanting more, which that's my personality there. Um, my favorite is the, I think our third episode with. Jason from Panhandle Cone and Coffee, partially just because I have gone back to that shop probably 20 times since that whenever I go visit my grandparents, I go every single day and I take people I know and I've become like this evangelist for Panhandle Cone and Coffee. I have a t-shirt now. My mom and dad got me a Panhandle Cone and Coffee t-shirt. But also because I think Jason did a really good job of kind of showing the highs and lows and challenges of starting an ice cream shop because it was kind of a dream of his and he was still very new. I think they'd been open for maybe six months when we did that interview. Um, But he also represents such a good model of how not just a small business owner, but a small ice cream business owner can make themselves part of a community and how important ice cream is to social life of a town, which is super, it sounds weird, but I think like having the ice cream shop you can go to and especially, you know, having gone to Panhandle a couple of times this summer and seeing the number of people, the locals and the tourists and the locals bringing tourists that they know to that shop and what a central part of downtown Sandpoint it's become is a really cool example of like the power of ice cream. Yeah, and I'll also suggest our second episode, um, because I think we had a lot of fun there at The Scoop. Yes. Um, We got to do a lot of behind the scenes on that one, Um, especially looking at the liquid nitrogen. It was something that was so different and new to me that I was just in awe. But we got to kind of step behind the counter a little bit more than we sometimes do with our other interviewers. Well, and Jen was so... What I think was a really good introduction to us for what it was going to be like talking to ice cream makers because I wasn't, I went in not really sure like, you know, are people going to, are they going to want to give interviews? Are they going to have things to say? Um, And she was so eloquent and so excited and so funny and so like just so 
willing to let us into her world that it made me excited. Like it made me go, go from like, Oh, are we really going to do this? Are we really those dorks to like, Oh my gosh, these people are amazing. And I want to spend time with them. And I'm so like, how cool that they want to spend time with us. And I think another highlight and I'll I keep throwing out highlights was definitely the Seattle ice cream festival. I think from the Seattle ice cream festival, I think we still need to kind of um, reap some rewards on our side from that with some good interviews from some awesome ice cream makers in Seattle. Yeah, because we met some very cool people and we talked to some, you know, we talked to some of those ice cream makers and mentioned that we do this and they all seemed really interested in what, in the project and in giving interviews. So. Yeah, so that's definitely something to look forward to, I think, in the next year. Um, but I think the amount of ice cream we ate that day is something that is just unparalleled. I still brag about, like, there was this day where I went to eight ice cream shops and I ate ice cream at all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like 10 miles worth of walking, but I think we basically had a scoop of ice cream for every mile. Basically, yeah, no, I'd say pretty much precisely, yeah, that was, ah, good times. Um, and then also, hopefully coming up soon, I'm going to, uh, for work, be traveling to Idaho Falls, and hopefully in my post-work time, I'm going to try to talk to um, one of the big dairy companies down there. I say big dairy company, but it's actually a small, you know, it's a, it's a dairy that makes its own ice cream. Oh, um, and you can get it around southeastern Idaho, but it's exceptionally good and very just, it's very different from, I'd say, the Seattle shops uh, in character, but in quality, it is out of this world. And so stay tuned. I'm hoping, 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 hoping I can make that work possibly for Oct our October episode. Yeah, we'll uh, keep your eyes open, keep listening. I think maybe we should just discuss since we're talking about travels, the best ice cream we've had lately. Oh, best ice cream we've had lately. I have one for you. Oh my gosh. So I went, uh, my brother lives in Kennewick, Washington, which is one of the Tri-Cities. And when we got there, he said, well, I want to take you to ice cream because he knows. And he said, so where do you want to go? And I looked it up and there was only one local ice cream shop that was nearby. They have like a big farm store that, that does their own ice cream, but I've been there before. But the only like local, local little ice cream shop in Kennewick, or actually it was over in Pasco, which is another Tri-Cities, um, was a Mexican ice cream shop. Flor de Mejuacan, and I don't speak Spanish, and so I apologize that I totally butchered that right there. It was mind-blowing. And I say mind-blowing a lot, we all know. It was so, so, so good, and it was, uh, we didn't speak, we don't speak Spanish. Uh, my son speaks more Spanish than the rest of us, and so he did a little translating with some of the flavors, and the, the employees there did not speak much English, and so we did a lot of pointing and a lot of trying flavors that we had no idea what we were actually about to eat, though we did go back a second time, and before we went back, my sister-in-law and I googled a bunch of things that we were like, we don't know what this was, so we didn't try it, or we tried it, but we have no idea what we were eating, and it was awesome. The quality of the ice cream was fabulous. It was really thick and really creamy, and they give you big, giant scoops and the flavors were unique and wonderful and things that I had never heard of before. Like I had um, mame or mommy fruit, which is a fruit I've never heard of. That is, you know, actually a pretty common flavor among Mexican ice cream shops, both in the U.S. and in Mexico and Central America. And it was delicious. And then my very most favorite, no, 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 second most favorite, my favorite of the ice cream that I had was gancito, which is a kind of Mexican snack cake that's like a Twinkie, but it's enrobed in strawberry or it's enrobed in chocolate and there's also strawberry jam in it and it was so good it was like the cream filling flavor of the ice cream and then chunks of cake and strawberry jam and chocolate and it was awesome but then they also had a lot of sorbets there and I had a fre uh, fresa de agua so strawberry sorbet that is at we had good strawberry sorbet at um oh my goodness I can't remember there at the shop in Ellensburg 
but this one was even better. It was so good. And then on top of that, they also had paletas. So they had probably, you know, they had a ton of flavors of ice cream, but they had probably 50 flavors of popsicles. And my kids were in awe. My, my little guy got a bubblegum flavored one that was bright blue and dyed him blue and had blue chunks of bu bubblegum in it. And it was just, it was a really special experience. And I'm glad that we found that shop. And I'm going to go back every time I go visit my brother now. So you kind of went south of the border. Um, I ended up going north of the border because yes. I went on vacation to Vancouver Island, but did a stop in Vancouver the night of, and actually went to this place called La Casa Gelato. I like the sound of that. Yep, there was over 230 flavors. So I ended up probably not with the best flavor because there's just too many decisions to make. I ended up tasting a lot. I think, you know, everything from Jack Daniels, um, there was a brie and pear one. That would eat both of those. Yeah, I tried the weirder ones. Um, I ended up with one called O Canada, which was a vanilla and cherry sherbet, but it was okay. It wasn't the, my favorite, and it dyed me red, but it was great. But I think my favorite um, ice cream from that vacation was definitely this one called Tiger Tiger, which I just had no idea what that flavor was in general. And it is an orange and licorice flavor. Oh, I don't, I love licorice, but I'm not a huge fan of orange, but I'm entranced. It was really good. I'm actually not a licorice fan, so I'm the opposite, but it does, it has this black licorice swirl and it's Yum. bright orange. We got it out of an ice cream truck called Rolling Cones. <gasps> Yay, it, I love that. Yes, it was, and the line was forever long. Um, we were on a beach. I had a ton of ice cream that whole week because we were near a beach or in a city somewhere and there just seemed to be a ton but yeah I would probably say that's probably the best ice cream I've had lately just because it was such a different flavor and it's not something you like really find here like I've never seen this flavor anywhere else but we went to a couple other ice cream shops and it was something that was on the menu so it's Canadian it's Canadian it has to be I'm assuming oh, it's the Canadians Canadian. and the Mexicans are introducing us to a whole new world of ice cream thank you neighboring yeah. countries exactly um they also had one called shark bite which ah. is apparently a thing too but that one was just definitely just blueberry crazy berry it's all blue with a red berry in it so you get like a bite of shark oh, so there's like a so red like blood. blood oh my kids would be all over that oh, yeah. they'd like both of those that's cool that it's kind of kid-friendly stuff so because we don't have an interview i think we're gonna leave it at that but wait there's more <laughs> there is more so we've made it a year Yes. which is amazing in itself. If you're listening to us and you listen to us regularly, we could really use your help. The best way for us to kind of attract sponsors is A, for you to listen, but two, for you to review. So on iTunes or anywhere you listen, please review us. Give us however many stars you think, hopefully five, and it will help us along the way. If you want to review us, yes, you or contact us, here is where you should go. A, Review us either on iTunes or however you listen, um, be that Stitcher or even on SoundCloud. Better on iTunes if you can do it. If you want to follow our adventures, look at, for us on Instagram and Twitter at Sunday Drive. And then we are Sunday Drive Podcast on Facebook. We keep it as updated as we possibly can. And our email is sundaydrivepodcast at gmail.com. And our website with all of our content and our social content is sundaydrivepodcast.wordpress.com. Yep, and we are willing to work with you. We can be perfect pitch people for your ice cream shop. So, yes, <laughs> please email us and we would be happy to work something out. I think that's all I really have for this year. Yeah, yeah just 
an added thank you to the people who've been listening. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you to all the people who have allowed us to keep doing this um, by by giving us your votes with your ears and uh, you know sharing with us your ideas, following us on, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, uh, and just making this as ridiculously fun as it has been. And a thank you to everyone we've interviewed. Yes. We are so glad you have led us into your behind-the-scenes look of your ice cream shop and have fed us plenty of free ice cream. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I didn't think we would get as much free ice cream as we did starting yeah. out. We are always willing to pay, but it never seems to be the case. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh, people are so generous. Yay. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for being part of Sunday Drive. Sunday Drive.